0: <laughs> oh. uh. Speaking of milk products, I, fi- <laughs> I fix it wants you to get your frickin' ice cream when you go to McDonald's.
1: It's your democratic right, God given. It's if, in the Constitution.
0: What else is America all about if not getting ice cream when you
1: freedom, liberty for all. <laughs> ice cream when i go to mcdonald's
0: <laughs> i fix it has traditionally cared about companies that make tech products yes and now all of a sudden they've decided that they care about ice cream it kind of rubs me the wrong way to be honest
1: the ice cream pick a lane you should probably not put ice cream on your skin riley it's it's not good you can't stop me speaking of milk products <laughs>
0: But seriously, it is a real problem that McDonald's uh, restaurants all over North America mm-hmm. consistently have uh, broken or out of order ice cream machines. Yeah. And this, uh, the, the reason for this has been uh, you know explored thoroughly by many people who have done uh, kind of exposés, little documentaries on it. However, I Fix It is actually deciding someone's got to do something about this.
1: That is correct.
0: And. You know a bit more about this than I do, Jacob, because you prepared the notes for this episode. So what is the, what's happening?
1: TLD dubs on what's wrong with the ice cream machines is, so McDonald's has a partnership with this company called Taylor, Mm. and they're the ones that make these ice cream machines.
0: You could say they're Taylor made.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I just said. So sorry, continue. They have a service contract with McDonald's, which basically means that they're the only ones that are allowed to touch those ice cream machines when something goes wrong. Mm. And wouldn't you know it, twenty-five percent of the profit of this company, Taylor, is in service calls, service technician callouts, because they charge was it three hundred and fifteen dollars per fifteen minutes of a callout.
0: Twenty-five percent of their of their profits.
1: Yeah, according to I Fix It.
0: Wow! So they are clearly incentivized Correct. to have these machines constantly in a state of disrepair, yes. so that they can go repair them for expensive.
1: And so. In, yeah, in, in their exploration of this iFix actually bought the Taylor ice cream machine they bought one oh, and
0: wow. so they
1: have the machine they have the, the manual all the stuff they, they did a teardown of it to look inside and see where, where issues might be they even tested it to see what kind of issues they would have with the machine wow. and one of the things that they talk about is how the error codes that the thing spits out are completely nonsensical the actual quote is uh, the error codes generated by the machine quote are nonsensical counterintuitive and seemingly random even if you spent hours reading the manual and so wait
0: the codes are random
1: seemingly random oh okay they couldn't put it together like they looked through the manual they're like i don't understand anything that's going on like to the (laughs) point where they they they, like kind of subtly implied like do you think that the manual writer is, is bad at his job or do you think it's a systemic issue meant to allow taylor to profit off of their own crappiness so that franchisees are trapped I don't know. It could be either of those. Oh
0: my goodness! You know? This is yeah. It's really just a dystopian situation, as far as I can tell. Where yeah. It's like you would expect there to be regulation mm. out there that would prevent this type of you know
1: abuse. But but here's the thing, Riley. The
0: regulation is actually yeah.
1: Here's the thing. It gets worse. Okay. Okay. So this company comes out. They're called Kitsch. K Y T C H. Okay. And they create this lovely little machine.
0: Wait, Taylor Kitch.
1: Sorry, <laughs> Riley. I'm trying to do a serious news program <laughs> where I talk about milk products and freedom. Wait,
0: that's an actor, right? Yes, Taylor Kitsch.
1: I think he was in Savages.
0: Kitsch, Kitsch, Kitch. okay, Kitsch. The company throwing themselves in the in the mess,
1: which is not spelled like the actor. No, just to be clear. Um, so they have a couple of hackers. They put together this machine <gasps> that plugs into the uh, one USB interface on the Taylor machine, and it actually translates the error codes into usable information so that franchisees would be able to tell what the hell is actually wrong with the machine. And it would also crack the machine so that they were able to repair it themselves without having to wait for a tailor repair person.
0: So this is basically like an OBD2 port. Uh, machine like a like a code reader. So Kitsch made this
1: device. So Kitsch that- made this device, and the franchisees love it because it saves them money, it saves them time, it allows it stops them from having downtime on the ice cream machine. Because the ice cream machine, fun fact, it needs a four hour cleaning cycle, and if anything goes wrong during that cycle, it would have to be restarted, and that requires a, an employee to do that. So like anytime you've like gone to McDonald's at like three a.m. and you're like, I want an ice cream, they're like, Sorry, the, the machine's broken. That's why. Right. It's, oh.
0: it's, it's, it's a four-hour cleaning cycle, and during the cleaning cycle, it would also, like, glitch out. Yeah. And so then, then they'd like, have to restart it. Yep.
1: And <laughs> then that's on top of it, like, constantly breaking as well. Ay, ay, ay. So, this device, as you can imagine, incredibly helpful. And that's why McDonald's corporate wrote a letter to all their franchisees saying, Don't use a kitsch. You're not allowed to use a kitsch. Wait, what? Yeah. Why? Riley.
0: But wait, what does McDonald's get from having the machines broken?
1: They're partnered with Taylor.
0: I understand that Taylor would be incentivized to have the machines be broken so mm-hmm. that they could go and like charge, for, charge McDonald's to I repair I think it's it.
1: because McDonald's has a service contract with Taylor. Mm. And that cuts both ways.
0: Do we, do we know anything about but maybe how also, long the contract like runs for and whether it's been renewed? Like,
1: they've been together for a long time. Mm. A very long time. Uh, I f- Definitely years. I don't know if it's been since ice cream was introduced at McDonald's, but a very long time.
0: So I have a big question here. Okay. Taylor is clearly, you know, the bad guy mm. in the sense that they are <laughs> possibly purposefully making these machines broken far more often than they have to be in order to reap the maintenance fees. That's true. And who's the victim it's the customer who do, who don't get to enjoy tasty tasty ice cream as as much as they want it's at,
1: also the franchisee
0: right and so but well my question is where does mcdonald's sit in all this so
1: mcdonald's signed a service contract that ha- that f- basically means that taylor is the only one that's allowed to service their machines
0: okay and also the victim is is as you're saying the people who are like running a McDonald's restaurant who yep. have franchised with McDonald's. So how does that work? Why 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 is McDonald's possibly getting a kickback from this as well?
1: I don't know how it works on the side of Taylor and how their service contract works. They probably receive some sort of payment for having for allowing Taylor to be the only one that services their machines. Like that just makes financial sense. But basically. The reason that McDonald's might not care about an ice cream machine going down at certain restaurants is because they're franchises. They still get money from franchisees regardless. They, they get paid in two ways. Okay. So there's a 4% service fee that's based on the restaurant's performance. So that might be affected slightly. But the big one is rent, which is normally in a flat percentage of sales. So you're kicking around like maybe like 8 to 12% of whatever you're doing at McDonald's straight to corporate.
0: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, is that I, I feel like McDonald's, the, the the McDonald's restaurant whose ice cream machine is broken, they're not getting sales from people who are coming to buy ice cream at three in the morning because they're feeling peckish. Mm-hmm. And now the person is like, oh, you don't have ice cream? Pff, screw it, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Most of them might, you know, if it was me, I might just be like, you know what, give me a junior chicken. <laughs> but I think a lot of people... Be like, I want ice. it's ice cream or bust. Yeah, ice cream or no scream. No one's screaming for anything at that point.
1: They're all crying.
0: So uh yeah, I just I just I'm confused about well, what McDonald's is getting out of like allowing this to happen, uh, or whether they are like trapped because they have this contract with Taylor, and then that's know, the thing that's stuck up in the in air. A loveless marriage.
1: Personally, I <laughs> think a company that's as profitable as McDonald's and as big as McDonald's is—they are the number two largest private employer in the world. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, I imagine that they would have the power to get out of this were they to not get something out of this relationship.
0: Okay, let's get to the, like, the the, news development, though. The crux of the story is... What has changed here? Because this, this is all a scenario that has been the case for a while. What is iFixit doing? Ooh, I can't wait for you to tell me more about this after this message from our sponsor.
1: Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by PowerColor and their Red Devil RX 7900 series GPUs. They're ready for high-performance 4K gaming, they run quiet and cool during long gaming sessions, and the best part, the swappable devil skin GPU backplates, including the mesh-patterned generative devil skin, or the sleek and smooth intrusive devil skin. Thanks to the hassle-free magnetic design, these bad boys are easy to install, and they're available worldwide. Check out PowerColor colors Red Devil RX 7900 series GPUs using the link down below.
0: That may have been confusing because Jacob said quick bits, but uh and there's no quick bits in this episode, but I'll tell you what there is a a lot of references to milk.
1: <laughs> it's those are the real quick bits. <laughs> <laughs> little little milk jokes. <laughs> the reason that companies are allowed to do things like this is because of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, hmm. which allows companies to put digital locks on things and then not allow other people to not access them. But the loophole, or rather the fix that they put in the DMCA in order to make it better, is that every three years, uh, they will hear exemptions. They'll they'll hear uh, proposals or calls for exemptions to that bill. Okay. And so that's what it. They're proposing an exemption on uh, technical and industrial machinery which would include the ice cream machine and the issue with that is while that will fix it for individual people not everybody is a hacker not everybody has the skills to go in and make a kitsch device and then be able to fix their ice machine, ice cream machine whenever they need to what would be more helpful is if iFixit or someone like them were able to make a device like kitsch and let franchisees use it Mm-hmm. And in order to do that they would need new legislation. They need to they need Congress to reintroduce the Freedom to Repair Act. We talked about it a bit on TechLinked.
0: Oh we, yeah, we've talked about the uh, multiple right to repair things yes. that obviously iFixit has been a champion of. Yes. My question for iFixit here, I mean so so they're trying to get the DMCA changed mm. so that, you know, crap like this cannot be uh, cannot happen as much. Mm-hmm. My question is, I mean, what? what's iFixit? Is iFixit just, just being like a, you know, ideological champion for the right to repair here? Or are they, wh- what's their business incentive? we got to think like a capitalist for a
1: second. Obviously, there is a financial incentive for them because the, the thing that the Freedom to Repair Act will do is, and this is a quote from iFixit's own site, it would clarify that working around digital locks when fixing things isn't a copyright violation, and that making tools and software for those repairs would become legal. So all products with embedded electronics would be included with the exemption of medical devices. So then all of a sudden companies like iFixit would be able to build solutions that allow you to repair devices that were normally held back by digital locks.
0: And you could get them from iFixit.
1: Yes. So they would be able to theoretically get a piece of the pie that Taylor's monopolizing.
0: They're selling pie now? Stop. I'm sorry. So this is... You know, fundamentally, a very similar issue to the whole John Deere situation. Yes. Where there are people, uh, hardworking people who have, you know, professional equipment that they need to
1: do their job. It is integral to their. To, to pay the bills.
0: Soft serve ice cream to people starving for it. Mm hmm. There's. <laughs> With tractors, I can kind of get behind it, and it's, like, serious, but when I think about, like, the poor, poor people who aren't getting their McDonald's ice cream, I just, you know, I don't feel as empathetic. It's sad. But...
1: What about the franchisees?
0: Yes, so it sucks for them because they have to keep, like, bringing these people in to repair things, for sure. So it's very similar to the John Deere thing in that there are hardworking people with these professional equipment, and mm-hmm. they want to repair it, and they want to do their work, but these... this. It's insane company has decided that only they can repair it. Um, so the way to fix this is to try and do the same thing that all of these, you know, right to repair bills uh, addressing the John Deere issue specifically have tried to do, which is to, you know, basically change the law so that it's legal mm-hmm. to bypass the security measures that have been put into these systems only for the purpose of preventing people from repairing. Yeah. Like that's what's truly heinous about it obviously like you know we've talked about this a lot but just the idea that you would create a product and then specifically put something in that doesn't need to be there other than to prevent the person from the like the owner from 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 trying to fix it. It's just it's just crazy.
1: So like and not for like safety reasons, for profit.
0: Yes. And what's funny is that it's a it's a this is a part of the copyright office like the digital millennium copyright act mm. oversees this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like can you have a copyright
1: on a digital lock?
0: On someone modifying a, a machine that they have bought? How I just don't understand how that's like cuz copyright actually refers to you having if you have copyright on something, yeah. you have the exclusive right to copy it. That's what that's where copyright comes from. You're kidding.
1: <laughs> but like I thought it had something to do with milk-based but when you, products.
0: Th- it always does i wish but when you but when you sell somebody a machine and then they're trying to open it up and fix it because it's broken Mm. what are you copying it's like you're copying the the repair technicians who come to try and fix it (laughs) that's my thing it's just stupid
1: yeah like what if like making a mod for a game was was illegal because it was against copyright like there are some obviously like cheat like cheat mods although I don't Mm. even think those are necessarily legal I think they just break the terms of agreement for you know playing online but like you create maybe like a character mod or something in Skyrim so that you can more easily pick up a hundred wheels of cheese and Bethesda's lawyers reach out to you and say you can't do that that's illegal here's the copyright
0: it's immoral really to pick up that many wheels of cheese
1: that's the whole point of the game (laughs)
0: They just want you to enjoy cheese in moderation. You, milk products are they
1: they, they 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 tease you with the dragons, but they suck you in with the cheese wheels.
0: Milk products can bring great joy, but also great pain.
1: <laughs> as soon as you get a lack taste.
0: This, this is the greatest talk link we've ever made. So, at the end of the day, uh, what are we? Uh, what are the next steps here? What? What's? What are we expecting?
1: Well. Uh, fix it's teamed up with nonprofit public knowledge to file the exemption to the law for the ice cream machines okay and this is something I fix it has already done and one for xboxes tractors and smartphones uh, so hopefully that does something but if you we really wanted you know things to change I think that's a matter of contacting a local congressman telling them that the uh, freedom to repair act is something you care about and you do want them to reintroduce it that you back I fix it you back public knowledge this is something you want them to do, and it's ridiculous that they haven't.
0: It's wild out there.
1: It's a jungle out there. People need this. Poison in the services. very air they we breathe.
0: Okay. Godspeed to iFixit, who is one of the few companies out there, it seems like, uh, trying to turn our reality into slightly less of a corporate dystopia instead of the other way around. Uh, kudos to you, iFixit. We both love you.
1: I love you, too.
0: I spoke for you. I'm sorry. I
1: was, oh, you weren't talking to me? No. Okay, cut that.
0: And uh, we Please love cut that. you, <laughs> viewer of this video. Thanks for watching this talk linked. Uh, come back t- on Wednesday. It's Monday today mm-hmm. by the time you're watching this. Come back soon. We miss
1: you. I just want to clarify that I still like you. I just... <laughs> <laughs>